Mayday, Mayday, Mayday! This is the ISS wave of obscenity! We have lost oxygen due to catastrophic failure! I repeat, we have lost oxygen due to a catastrophic failure! We are launching the escape pod! And we're for dead. A cookie. <laughs> so, uh, yes, we have escaped the ISS, and as we're floating around space, um, we're here to do an escape pod. Now, Phil, what is an escape pod? That is where we both seal ourselves in a box and masturbate till one of us passes out. Sorry, no, that is not. No. This is where we record a little bit of superfluous podcasting, a little something in case during season three, which we guarantee will be the epitome of podcasting this season three. Should we hit a little personal uh, hurdle, your listening pleasure will not be affected. So before we even record season three, we're recording a couple of these little half hour, little 45 minute things that you can listen to Should Life Go Super Shitty for one or both of us. Now, you say super shitty, Phil. How about a fortune cookie to dispel any shittiness that people might be feeling today? I feel we should do nothing else than honor the sanctity of the fortune cookie at this time. Okay, I'm going to crack open the fortune cookie and I totally bought. Just give it some time, it's loading. Right. Ah, it's a tough fortune cookie. <laughs> this just seems like terrible advice. But the fortune cookie beholds. If you haven't got it, just fake it. Well, <laughs> not... if that's not the motto of this podcast, I don't know what is. That does actually tie in spookily to us. Crikeys. Do you know what right. else ties into us, actually? More so oh. you. Eight feet of corded leather. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't tell if that excited you or repulsed you. It's a little bit of both. So if any of you have listened to previous uh, podcasts, you will know that Phil had, for some reason, a massive squirrel uh, obsession with the news, and he was on top of squirrel news, but uh, he kind of dipped out of that uh, until Uh now. my squirrel senses are tingling. Your nuts are about to be tingulated, my friend, because I've got some squirrel news for you. Oh, boy. Here we go. Man stabbed <laughs> with squirrel after returning home without beer on Christmas Eve. Oh, I bet you I already know what transpired here. Let's, let's hear your version, and then we'll, we'll check with the article. A man was stabbed with a squirrel... For not bringing home a bear? <laughs> Is that what the... What, what was the headline? Beer. Beer, I know oh. my accent's all London-y. <laughs> like, well, it's, all right. it's, it's a beer, it's a beer, it's a beer. Sorry. So, the squirrel was frozen. There have been cases of squirrels being used in assaults before. If you recall, that was a news article we covered. You're wrong. So, I would like to think this squirrel was not inserted in another person in a stabby manner while it was alive. Let's hear the news article. 
Unfortunately, it is not as wild as that. It was a uh, ceramic squirrel. But uh, why do you play with me like that? <laughs> you should see the picture on the article. It's a squirrel that's got blood all over it. I don't. It's great reporting. Uh, Helen Williams, forty-four, flew into range after the man had gone to stop by to stop or to shop to buy alcohol, but found it closed. Wow. <laughs> I was expecting more. She got set off really easy there. Sorry, no. So she. <laughs> Would you like some ketchup with that? Uh, yes, please. Oh, I'm sorry. We don't actually have any ketchup. I will kill you with a squirrel. That was really bad reporting on my end. Sorry. A woman allegedly, allegedly stabbed her partner with a ceramic squirrel after he returned home without a beer on Christmas Eve. Helen Williams, 44, flew into range after the man had gone shopping to buy alcohol but found it closed, according to police reports. She grabbed a ceramic squirrel and hit him over the head before using it to stab him in the shoulder and chest, the report said. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been so mad you just wanted to stab somebody with a squirrel? (laughs) You got shanked by a ceramic squirrel. Merry Christmas. Officers noted scratches on the man's face and a large amount of blood smeared across his upper body and down his arms. Deep cuts were on the man's shoulders and chest, police said. When questioned by police, Miss Williams claimed that the man had fallen and cut himself despite her hands and clothes being covered covered in blood. She denied the blood belonging to the wounded man, police said. She was arrested by police and she's being charged with criminal domestic violence and high and aggravated, of of a high and aggravated nature, and the wow. man. That's a pretty uh, pretty lengthy name for what she's being sentenced for. Where was this? This was in somewhere. I mean, was it in your country, my country? I'm, like, no, it's American because her bond was ten thousand dollars. I see. Right, probably Alabama, if I know my bonds. No, I don't know. But I forget now why I asked for the location. Welcome <laughs> to the wave of absurdity. So you can avoid podcast. The, the squirrel stabbers. I guess. I guess. Again, she seems set off really easy. Christmas Eve came home. Sorry, honey. Didn't get a beer. Just <laughs> get me the squirrel. <laughs> I guess there wasn't a beer bottle close by for her to break. So she went for the next thing, the closest object. Christ. I have a story for you that involves broken things. Is one your heart? Because if so, I will relish in it. It is. Uh, I don't know how many I should... Uh, I don't. Yes, it is my heart. What? <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Again... Getting off or repulsed? Can't tell. All right, well, I'm just going to jump into it then. This is a, a little story. may or may not be something you hear often in the escape pods. We'll see. Uh, this is a story of when I was younger. Those of you males in the teenage range that, you know, are trying to court a lady, this might be the story for you. Let me take you back! Take you back to a time when men were men and music was good. I don't know what year it is. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. It would be what, what year would it be? Nineteen ninety one two. I don't know. Just when I was definitely, born. Yeah, definitely not past nineteen ninety two. My one of my first jobs, I guess, my first job that was not under the table. I worked at a uh, call center where you called people and you. <laughs> really? What else do you do at a call center? Sorry, I wanted to say a survey center. Call center implies a bit higher caliber. No, a survey center, you know, calling to annoy people. Anyway, I only mention it because it had a a huge, huge amount of workers there. And it was just a prime dating ground. You would just naturally start going out with some of these chicks. Um, I, (laughs) I had a thing. I thought it was my thing for dates. First date... Take him out to the park, you know, play a little frisbee. Very frisbee. <laughs> yeah, well, with the athletic ladies, you know, have a little drink, have a little meal, you know, nice, nice picnicky type thing. So, and I'm, I know you're gonna be like, oh, it's not like she's gonna hear the podcast, but it would be pointless to risk even mentioning her name. So I will allow you to assign her one for the duration of this story. Shaniqua. Shaniqua. All right. I might just call her Shanene so, so I don't mess it up. She she tickled my fancy, Shanene. Shaniqua, <laughs> she was a sweet girl. So in my bag, I threw frisbee, threw a blanket. I uh, took the remaining wine in a particular bottle from my parents' bar. Did I mention uh, I was 16? Yeah, 15, 16. Um... And I thought to be extra cool, along with a little meal, that I would have actual wine glasses. Also my parents. So. What kind of meal are you bringing at 16? Is it just like sandwiches that your mother's made? (laughs) And you just didn't eat your pack lunch for two days so you could save it up? No, if I recall correctly that day, because, let me jump to the end of the story, I consoled myself by uh, eating deviled eggs. Well, I should just say hard-boiled eggs. They weren't deviled eggs, hard-boiled eggs, so. Hard-boiled eggs. They didn't was, have the, part of the Satan meal. in them. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I threw all this stuff in a bag, and my friend was doing me a solid. He's going to pick me up, drop me off at the park, where she was also being dropped off. So I threw the bag in his trunk. We get to the park. He's dropping me off, pops the trunk. And I'm thinking when I'm pulling the, the bag out, I'm like, man, his trunk smells well, like alcohol. Yeah, man, your, 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 your trunk smells. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll have to check that out. He leaves. I meet up with the girl. Now, I had also a uh, a mix CD, which you have to understand at the time was exceptionally rare. just happened to be early on that boat. Brag about it some more. Jeez. Yeah. Yes. I was the first. No. So I wanted to surprise her. So I told her once we were situated in a little area. It's a nice little beginning to them. Like, yeah. Did you bring out your like something. big boombox and get out your cassettes oh, yeah. that says <laughs> songs that remind me about you? Start like playing a- it. Killing in the name of. <laughs> no, it's it's funny because I didn't have a lot, too many CDs at the time. You couldn't really download anything you wanted like these days. So. Troubled times. Yes. So, like everybody, sort of got. A variation in my like, 
you were guaranteed to get every little thing she does is magic. Like there was a couple standards just because I didn't have a big, big selection. Anyway, <laughs> tangents. Lady in red. I tell her I think I'm being all coy, and we're both like kind of in the mood to use alcohol as a, you know, little way to loosen up the nerves. We were nervous. Kind of in the mood for some scandalous tomfoolery. Yeah, yeah. So. In my excitedness, I guess. You got a boner? I did not realize that there was a particularly wet spot on my bag, you little pervert. (laughs) So I'm telling her, I'm trying to get her to open the bag. I'm trying to be coy because I wanted to find the the CD. (laughs) And she's like, you know, I'm not really in the mood to eat just yet. And it's like, well, just take a look. She opens, unzips the bag. She's like, what the hell is this? Like, what do you mean, what the hell is this? The glasses had broke. The wine bottle had broke. I'm assuming in my friend's trunk at some point, despite being on a friggin' towel. (laughs) What kind of just glass bottle just just breaks like that? I guess I threw it in there, like, I don't know, excitedly. In the end, it looked like I wanted her to stick her hand in a pile of broken glass. (laughs) She didn't take too kindly to that. She really thought I was making a sick joke. Plus, not really any alcohol. So that was kind of that was kind of raw. We just kind of spent I don't know, not even uh, not even an hour before she left. And now this is kind of a big park. You don't just kind of walk off. Where she's like, "All right, see ya." Like, what? Nobody's picking you up. You're just gonna walk into the wilderness. So she leaves. I'd walk like a half mile, a half mile, get to a phone. And then a couple days later at work, I'm known as the guy. I'm like the sick and twisted guy. It's like, yeah. yeah he's like, no, stick your hand in, stick your hand in. Like, oh, just give any girls any broken glass, Phil? Come on now. <laughs> you should have you kept your wine in a ceramic squirrel. Because if they can handle stabbing a man, <laughs> then surely they can handle your heavy handedness. Yeah, but she broke it to stab with. Whereas mine. She was didn't on even a break towel. the squirrel. I thought, oh. Uh, in my head, she's like, she smashed it on the table. Oh, like no, no, she bottle. used the whole squirrel. She went in there. That's what you should use for your wine. That's devastating. They just... <laughs> you know, I, I bet uh, your mixtape was all ruined as well. All that hard work you put into mixing your tapes is ruined. I don't think she believed my sincere reaction. Because my, my first impulse was to laugh when I saw why. Like, why is she so disgusted? <laughs> oh. It's a bag full of semen. Surprise! <laughs> I'm already fetus. No, it's. I mean, it's not like there's big heaving, you know, gobs of shards of glass. She just really took unkindly to it. That was going to be. That was going to be the best, Owen. Well, that's that's very upsetting, Phil. I'm sorry. That you I became tried. known as, as the guy that may or may not get his jollies from trying to cut women. <laughs> you know, the longer I know you, I think the more that does suit you. <laughs> Just because I may have cut that one girl's finger off and may have tried to get this particular girl to reach into a bag of glass does not mean that all these stories are going to be related to potential harm, I swear. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like I should quickly absolve myself by telling another another story, but we don't have time for that. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, please, I'm not that way. 
Yes, you are, you dirty, perverted man. So, uh, I got down on my notes. Uh, this is a story. The story behind this robot, should I say. What on uh, earth yes. is this feature? Yes, well, it's not necessarily a feature now, is it? It's just a little something so that th- initially I want to try to, well, try to make, make you feel uncomfortable just by looking at a picture. Since this is a, an audio medium, your description of this photo will be paramount in people listening to kind of get what's going on. And then we'll just jump right into this news order article that I have. All right. Yep, sure. So, yeah, just uh, you're describing this picture, which will hopefully not take very long for you to download. So if you're listening to this and you happen to be in a darkened place, just close your eyes and imagine what I'm about to describe to you. So I'm about to open this file here. What in the hell? <laughs> That's not the, oh. th- you use hell as one of the first descriptive words. Beautiful thing. <laughs> beautiful thing. I assume this is a... Okay, so the, I, I assume this is not a pervert's convention. So to give you an idea of what I'm looking at, I'm looking at a man in a questionable t-shirt with purple gloves sticking his fist up a mannequin's asshole while there is a computer simulation of the patient or volunteer on a screen in front of him and i am actually very disturbed as to why anyone is fisting a computerized but physical mannequin (laughs) owen is in fact looking at an image that shows a medical student practicing a prostate exam on a virtual patient now this uh this was tweeted by some person earlier oh no in November somewhere so there were a lot of jokes made about it like uh let's see what do they have here hey check out the latest Wii U accessory <laughs> but that's not going to be funny to you what i'm trying to point out is that there is a legitimate uh mannequin with sensors on it now that thing registers According to this article, like discomfort, there's uh, sensi- not sensitivity. There's sensors on it, and it will let you know if you know you're being a little too rough. It's it's to improve student performance, right? I guess that makes sense. Yes, Owen. Yeah, but I don't know. It just seems so weird to me. I would rather they just practiced on homeless people or something. Well. The whole reason I'm bringing any of this up is because I feel bad for one person, and I'm not sure that person's name, and I highly doubt they're listening. But because there's sensors on that, and it's hooked up to, you know, some sort of thing that will translate it into the something the program can read, it has to be calibrated, is what I'm, I'm getting at. Like, at some point, it's going to be like the game of operation you get too close to the one and you know <laughs> game you know, over like, man yeah you have ruptured the anal wall game over something like that i don't know i wouldn't mind would you play the ass simulator D- well, of course <laughs> yeah um but at some point somebody came into work or like an intern or somebody and the head of this program was like hey look john 
I need you to calibrate the ass sensors. <laughs> that I just want to express my sincere gratitude to this person that at some point had to calibrate ass sensors. Do they have to try that on like a real person first? Do they have to like stick? <laughs> what to have some sort of com- comparison, a little baseline? Yeah, I don't know how anyone would calibrate an asshole. <laughs> a wave of absurdity, exploring the pressing issues. How do you calibrate an asshole? <laughs> oh. you, <laughs> that, I guess, would be the, the more displeasurable job, being the ass-calibrate technician responsible. <laughs> All right, I'm going to jam my hand to the left slowly. You tell me when it gets uncomfortable. What if they're a sadist? What if the ass calibration's all off? People are getting trained in in erroneous ass handling. See, that's why we should use homeless people. Give them a job. Uh, would you stick your hand up a homeless man's ass for science? Abs- if I had gloves, <laughs> what wouldn't I do? <laughs> Give me twelve. Well, what I do for I a pair gloves, of gloves? So really, a lot of things in life for you probably wouldn't be a problem as long as you have gloves. Uh, pretty much, as, as long as you give me the the proper requirements, I'll I'll jump in head first if <laughs> I need to. And it's got to be the good stuff. All right. Well, if you've ever calibrated <laughs> an ass sensor, I would love to hear from you. Contact at waveofabsurdity.com That simple? <laughs> that simple. We will even have you on the show to calibrate Phil's asshole. <laughs> I've been calibrating an asshole for two seasons now. hey Uh Whatever else happens in any future recordings, that has made everything all work. worth it. Thank you, Owen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what's next on the list for this, our first emergency podcast, which also represents wiping the dust off our little podcasting skills? Well, how are you enjoying floating in this space capsule that we're in? I'm all right. I feel like we were fighting for oxygen in the beginning, but now we've reached a pace. Well, I mean, as we slowly, you know, fly into the sun, um, we have many, many games to play. Scrabble, I'm sure we'll be playing later. A bit of charades, that would be fun. But uh, for now, on the list is, uh, would you rather? All right, well, speaking of floating into the sun, God... I'm really regretting the whole Shannon. Oh, good. Her name is Shannon, by the way. The <laughs> Shannon story. <laughs> Quickly, into the sun. Let's go. <laughs> Would you, Owen, rather lead from this point on a boring life? And by boring, I mean you, 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 you get to watch TV one hour a day, no books. I don't watch TV anyway. But one hour, one hour of TV, one hour in a basketball court with no basketball. All right. That's your option from this point on. Or be reborn 
with all your memories and urges, but into a baby of the opposite sex. Well, that's an easy one, is it? It feels that way. I feel like all the would-you-rathers I read when I think, I wonder how Owen would respond to them, a lot of them are favorably. All right, for instance, forget that one. I'm sorry. (laughs) Let's address a little something right now. Let me test my... Oh, no. Let me test my theory. Let me let me give you another would you rather. Alright. If you were given the responsibility, would you rather inform a room of first grade students that their favorite pets have died tragically? Or explain to a room of first grade students how sex works in graphic detail. <laughs> how old now, are but sorry, first grade, before you answer, I assume the person that wrote this, because, you know, I just took it off a, a site or a book. Oh, wait, wait. I'm assuming the person that generated this was assuming that the people reading this would feel awkward or bad in both situations. <laughs> Whereas I think Owen would love to do both of these <laughs> at the same time. You see, now, when a man loves a woman... The I'll be using their dead animals as... Just props. <laughs> now imagine little Jimmy's hamster here has a penis. And now little Sally's lizard, which I'll just flatten out here, is a diaphragm. So, all right. Assuming you can't do both, which would you rather do? Inform a room of first grade students that their favorite pets have died tragically or birds and the bees in graphic detail? Well... How old are kids when they're in first grade? I don't know. Six, seven. All right. Six, seven. Uh, interestingly, I saw a statistic that's probably all bullshit, but apparently boys at the age of eight are already on the Googles looking at babies. Mm, sign of the times. Sign of the times. Uh, right. Well, this one is pretty much a no-brainer to me. Obviously... I like seeing faces of children be utterly destroyed and crushed at uh, any any chance. So I would obviously have to pick for telling them about their pets dying in horrible, horrible circumstances because I find the, the tears and the shock more gratifying than just... <laughs> All right. We get it, you sadist! Christ... You have to drag us down in your little mental cesspool. Are you are you salivating? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, carry on. <laughs> so, all right, all right. You know what? I'm feeling bad about this. Would you rather too? All right, let it out. Would you rather forget everything? Forget everything, people. If you're listening. You're probably, probably college-aged. You're probably playing a game or something. Just focus on your game. Focus. Relax. Three, two, one. You have forgotten the last ten minutes. Owen, would you rather get gas every time you're around the person you're attracted to or burp after every time you kiss? Huh? <laughs> Again, is this... They're both positives in my world. The more pain I can reflect on people, uh, the better. Uh, It doesn't say fart. 
<laughs> says you get gas. Well, what does that mean? It means you could just be distinctly uncomfortable in a bowel way. Well, then I'd you, there might be times, but it's around someone faces. you want to sex. No. <laughs> what do you mean? No, I'm wrong in what I choose. Well, I don't think you're. you're I don't think you're giving it a fair shot. Well, I, what's the point of being gassy if you're not going to be able to use that? <laughs> Why does it have to be like some sort of superhero weapon to you? <laughs> You've got to turn these into a positive, Philip. All right. Well. I figure now I don't know which one I want to answer. You know what? You've ruined would you rather's already. <laughs> God, I hate you so much. What's next on the list? Uh well, uh the sun is still on our list to crash into. <clears throat> but uh we have a negative on our control. Don't 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 even waste electricity communicating with ground control. <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? God, some people. Uh, well, we've actually, surprisingly, come to the end of this escape pod because as the oxygen meter reads, we've got about, I don't know, 10 minutes of oxygen left and I kind of want to embrace that silence with you. Me or the listener? Uh, with you. Sorry, that's why we've got to wrap this up so we can just... And one off before and, we die. Well, no, sorry, what? <laughs> you're a sick man, but <laughs> we're in space. Earth rules don't count. I'll do anything with gloves. I'm sorry, sh- lady. Sorry about the gloves. Well, it's been a pleasure, and as I slowly asphyxiate, thank you so much for listening, and I'm sure we will miraculously see you next week. Whatever bad is happening should be solved with the power of the burning sun. Quick! Roleplay! I can't wait to hear this. We are, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are two, we are two, two, we are, we are two. We're sorry, we're experiencing <laughs> Owen difficulties at this time. My EXE has stopped responding. We are two wheels on a car that's, the axle's broken and we're trying to regain control of the car, but one of our tires pops and things. What happened to Hitler? <laughs> well, in 1945, he... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry, we're, we're tires? What, what did you want to be? Uh, I'm, you're confused. All right, well, sorry, we're tires. What are we doing? We're about to come off. Yeah, the axles are broken, and we're trying to get our passengers to safety. But, oh no, one of us is heading towards a nail. <laughs> Because that's the problem, because the axle is broken. <laughs> oh, no, a nail! All right, sure. Why not? Do you want to be the left axle or the right axle? It doesn't matter. It might! <laughs> and...
uh, I don't want to lose you. I, I don't want to lose you. Look out. There's a nail. Oh, no, wait. You're not even sentient. I'm falling off. <laughs> I'll see you later. Oh, Christ. You know what? I'm just going to chalk that up. I'm just going to chalk that up as a loss. You know why? You let me hang. And not just as a tire. You let too much time go by before... You're speeding away! (laughs) Alright, well... I would like... I would like to point out that as a three-wheeled vehicle will operate just as... just as good as a four-wheeled vehicle. So you lost? Well done. Yeah, I see. You treat... You treat the would-you-rathers like some sort of personal little sadomasochistic jerk fest and then and then you're the tire that falls off ooh Owen's big tire roll hey I was safe back there I can't wait till we die (laughs) neither can I oh look it's the sun hold me just no you know what I want you to die first. I wish there was some way to generate the type of force needed to make you go faster. Burn, you piece of shit. Burn. Why do all our podcasts end so antagonistically? I hope you die. There's still me, Terfil. There's still me. Well, I hope we're not having serious real-life problems, people. If we are, you better be helping. Good night.